Welcome to Beauty with Lane. I'm your host, Helena, and I'm a content creator and certified hairstylist. I'll be spilling all the tea on the most shocking stories you've ever heard, the best beauty tips, relationship advice, and so much more. Get your mugs ready, everybody, because we're about to sip some serious tea. Hello, you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. You guys have absolutely no idea how excited I am to start this first podcast. And also just the fact that you guys have helped grow my Instagram page at Beauty with Lane spelled B-E-A-U-T-E-A to 100 followers in literally less than 24 hours is absolutely mind-blowing to me. I haven't even released this episode yet, and that's because of a lot of reasons. Um, The first one being that I've recorded this episode two times. This is now my third time recording this episode. The first time, I was way too nervous. I couldn't even turn on the camera. This is new for me. I've never been on a podcast before. I've literally had three shots of espresso today, a black English breakfast tea, and now I'm on a green tea. Because before I ever do any public speaking, I always wanna make sure I am highly caffeinated so that I talk way too much and just have a good time. So yeah, I tried to record this episode three times. The first time I was way too nervous, and then I was mid, I was almost done with the second episode. I was literally at the 40 minute mark, and then my computer overloaded and deleted everything, so we love that. So yeah, now it's my third time, but third time is the charm from what I have heard. So we'll see how this goes. Hopefully my laptop won't overload and we'll go over lots of different fun stories. But yeah, I kind of just wanted to give you guys a little overview about who I am, why I chose to start a podcast, why I went to hair school, and just answer a bunch of basic questions before we get into our first episode. Okay, so I'm Helena. I am 22 years old. I'm almost 23. I still feel like I'm fresh out of high school. I was actually telling one of my friends the other day when I was 19, I had a friend who was like 21 or 22, and I just remember literally thinking, oh my gosh, she's so old. And I was thinking like I was so young and I don't know, I just felt like 21, 22 was getting old and now I'm literally like three weeks away from turning 23 and I just feel like a teenager. So yeah, I'm 22 years old. I am married to the love of my life, my high school sweetheart, Andre. He is from Romania and we have been together for almost six years. We're coming up on six years of being together in February. We have been married for two and a half years, the best two and half years of my life. Marriage is absolutely the best thing that ever happened to me. I highly recommend it, especially when you're young, but only if you're with the right person because it's truly like the biggest blessing that I've ever received. I So I've been married for two and a half years. I've known Andre since I was 13 years old. We've literally been best friends since I was 13. And one fun fact about him is that, well, not about him, but about our relationship is that he has never missed one of my birthdays since I was 13, which is like, super sweet and cute. What else? I'm from America, but I live in Romania in a small town called Oradia. I moved here when I was seven years old with my family because they started a foundation here. They're missionaries. And then, like I said, I met Andre and we got married and we settled down here. We recently just bought a house, which is super exciting. So we really like being here for the time being. And I get asked a lot if I miss America or if I want to live there. And honestly, at this very moment, no. 
I do miss my sisters. I do love to go and visit once a year, but Miss Rona really threw my plans for a loop. I normally go in February, but this year that was just not a possibility. So, I mean, last year, oh my gosh, we're already in 2021. About living in America, I do love the culture. I think that America is great, but I do love being in Europe because literally in three and a half hours, we can be in Budapest or in six hours, we can be in Austria. So instead of just like driving to different states, you're actually driving to different cultures and different countries, which I think is really, really awesome. So for the time being, we're really thankful to be in Romania and also in Europe. We also have three doggies. I have a puppy who is actually on the floor here somewhere which you might be able to see in the video because this is also on my YouTube channel, which is Helena Tiborka. So if you want to follow along live while I'm talking, you can definitely check that out on my YouTube channel. I will be linking everything in the show notes so you can go watch that there. But yeah, like I said, we have three puppies. One is a toy poodle and his name is MJ and I have had him since I was like 11, I think. Yeah. I was literally 11 when I got him, so he is getting old. He is my best friend. I've had him for so long. And then we have a beagle named Luna, who I surprised Andre with, I think on his 22nd birthday. And we have a brand new little puppy. Her name is Nova, but we call her Novalinha because uh, we love Portuguese. I mean, I specifically love Portuguese and Portuguese culture, so we love to call her Novalinha. And yeah, I think that's a pretty good overview about who I am. And now I guess I can talk to you guys a little bit about why I wanted to start a podcast. Third time's a charm, guys. <laughs> this is literally my third time going over who I am and everything, so I'm trying to make sure that every Everything stays in line and I remember everything that I want to say. The reason I wanted to start a podcast is because last year I was really reflecting on what I wanted my YouTube channel to be about and I was really looking for a niche because I just didn't feel like I had one until I joined hair school and then I was like, all right, yeah, hair is definitely one of my niches 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 i don't know <laughs> but i was really sitting and talking to andre about how i wanted to use my youtube channel what i wanted it to really be about and what it really came down to is i figured out that i love talking and sharing experiences with people and giving advice listening i just love everything about connecting with other people and so when i started thinking like how could i integrate that into my youtube channel and like do something that i love and something that i'm proud of having a podcast came to mind the name came about because I am almost a certified hairdresser, which I forgot to mention, and I really should have at the very beginning of this, but I am almost a certified hairdresser. I'll be graduating next week when I take my final exam, so I'm really excited to be finishing that. So the name came about when I was trying, I don't even really remember exactly the moment when I decided that beauty would be like good for a podcast name, but I love puns and I love dad jokes. And so I was just like, oh, what should I name a podcast if I had one? And it just kind of came to me and it was like beauty. So it's a combination of two things that I love. Beauty, like hairstyling and all of that. And also like inner beauty, I think is so important. Inner beauty is 100% more important than your exterior beauty, which is something that I'm always telling my clients and reminding myself in day-to-day -day life. And then also I love spilling some tea. I love some good tea, but none of that negativity. If you know what I mean, like negativity, get it guys? <laughs> 
like I said, I'm a sucker for dad jokes and puns. But yeah, I I just think that spilling good tea is great because it's not a waste of time. Whereas like gossiping and bringing other people down is such an like ugly thing to do. But we love good tea. So like giving each other advice, bringing each other up, sharing stories, experiences. And so when I thought I could use this platform and use my podcast as a way to encourage people and teach people like what I've learned so far in my 22 years of life and just a place where you can feel safe and just come and we can talk to each other, laugh together, cry together and just talk about things that actually happen in day to day life. And so, yeah, that's kind of where the name came from and the reason that I wanted to start it. So, like I said, I just want this to be a safe space for you to come if you're having a bad day to just come have a little laugh, have a chat with the girls and have a good time. So that's basically it for why I wanted to start the podcast. And lastly, before we get into our topic for the day, I just wanted to give like a quick little overview on why I went to hair school. I know a lot of people were asking me on Instagram because I do a lot of different things. And one of my philosophies is if you're not passionate about it, don't do it. That needs to be taken with a grain of salt though, because there are things in life that like none of us want to do, but they just have to be done. Um, But I've been, I've, been through a lot of career changes in the past four years and I don't regret any of it because I got to go through a little bit of each thing that I was a little bit passionate about passionate about and then got to narrow down like what do I actually want to do with my life and you know it comes and goes and I change all the time but I think that it's really important especially in your 20s to try out a bunch of different things to find out what your purpose is and what you're good at and so now i'm going to answer the question as how i got into hair school so ever since i was little i loved cutting my doll's hair my own hair anything i could get my hands on i was like cutting it or fixing it and i even remember my sister had like the super expensive collectible horse collection because she was a horse girl I remember I took the scissors and I just whacked all of the manes off and uh, nobody else was as happy as me. And I couldn't understand because I was thinking I was literally like three or four years old and I remember this and everyone was so upset. And I was like, why you guys? Because it's literally gonna grow back. And then it had been explained to me that Toy's hair does not grow. So I don't know, I was just trying to make those ponies in style. I'll even tell you guys one more story. When I was 11, almost 12, my mom asked me, what do you want for your birthday? And I was like, girl, I want some pink highlights. That's it. That's all I wanted. I didn't want any toys, no clothes, nothing. All I wanted was some pink hair dye to do some cute little pink highlights. I remember my mom was like, all right, I'm down. So that's one thing I really respect and love about my mom and something I encourage to all moms, like if any moms are listening to this right now, style in hair was always my own choice and my mom never cared like what I wanted to wear what I wanted to look like my style my like aesthetic she never really cared so if I wanted to dye my hair like pink or black or whatever she was like all right it's your hair it's your choice you can do it so I really respect that because now I can go back and look at embarrassing middle school pictures and like I'm not embarrassed of them. I love them because I like to see how little Lena was just changing throughout the years. And so, yeah, I just love that my mom did that for me and she let me make those decisions for myself. I remember I went upstairs. She bought me this like little packet that said washout dye. And I remember uh, that it was not quite washout. 
uh, I'll get into that in a minute. I literally went upstairs to the bathroom. I was so excited. I dumped that little nasty packet into a bowl and I started doing these like little pink highlights in my fringe area and I washed my hair. I looked in the mirror and I was like, girl, you look good. You look spicy. And so I thought, you know what's better than highlights? A full head of pink hair. And so I literally got the rest of the dye. I applied it all over my hair. It was washout, mind you. It was supposed to wash out within two weeks. And for some reason, my hair turned like this magenta red. <laughs> and I remember walking down the stairs and I had previously shown my family like the highlights and they were like, you look cute, you look good, you know? And then I fully dye my hair red and I walked down the stairs and I was kind of in between, like I wasn't sure if I liked it or if I didn't like it. And I remember coming downstairs and my brother said, you look like Stephanie from Lazy Town. And I <laughs> burst into tears and like, I was also laughing because, you know, I was at that awkward middle school age. So I was like laughing and crying. I just remember going in the mirror. I must have still been feeling spicy though, because I definitely went into the bathroom and took some duck face selfie like from the top if you know what I'm talking about I actually have a picture so I will be sharing that on the Instagram page so if you're not a part of the Instagram family yet you need to go follow it's at beauty with Lane and it's b-e-a-u-t-e-a so if you're not following go ahead and follow that and you can see the embarrassing photos of me when I was 12 years old and back to my story about how I got into hair school so Miss Rona made her appearance I remember besides um exploring my bread making habits and hobbies <laughs> and all those other weird talents we all gained throughout corona i started scrolling through my youtube recommended and i started getting like these hairdresser reacts videos and i started watching them and when i tell you i got lost for like 12 hours that first day i literally went through and watched all of the worst hair fails and i was so intrigued i started watching hours literally hundreds of hours of like hair tutorials tutorials, learning about color theory, how to cut hair. I also cut my own hair and dyed my own hair during Corona. Did it turn out well the first time? Absolutely not. But the second and third time, it turned out quite spicy. So yeah, I um, started getting lost in these videos and realized that I was actually really, really passionate about it. So I looked up the best school in my town. I signed up after like two weeks of contemplating and really thinking like, okay, is this something I really want to do or is it just like a, a fleeting hobby? And I ended up going to school. I am almost finished. Like I said, next week is my final exam and we are currently sitting in my home salon. So if you're watching on YouTube, you're actually kind of like chilling with me in my home salon. But yeah, so that's kind of how I got into hair school. I love it. I love doing people's hair. I love it, especially when I have super nice clients who come in like they just change the whole career like they remind you why you want to be in the industry because we're gonna go over some crazy stories from like a hairstylist perspective today on what clients have said in their chair and just some crazy crazy stories and sometimes when you have crazy clients you're like oh my gosh why am i in this industry but then you have a nice girl come in who's so easygoing and nice and it just reminds you of why the industry is so beautiful and yeah so i think that's the perfect introduction to get into the first episode so without further ado let's get into some crazy salon stories for this first episode 
We're going to be talking all about what's the craziest thing that you've heard as a stylist from a client in your chair. So I went on a couple of different boards on Facebook, like different hairstylist committees, and I asked hairstylists what's the craziest thing they've heard from a client, and people really came through with some answers. I haven't read any of them yet, so I'm going to be reacting to them with you. So let's see what some people have said in their chairs. All right, you guys, this is the first one. I haven't read it, so if it's bad, I'm going to be censoring it, but let's do it. I had a guy sit in my chair and was accompanied by a female. He explained to me that they were on their first date. He was getting a haircut on their first date. The more he spoke, the stranger it all got. He said to me, I like getting my haircut. It makes me feel like a god, and then let out the scariest chuckle. I will never forget him. What the heck? Okay, I don't cut men's hair. I only cut women's hair and then I cut um, my husband's hair just because I don't think that, I don't know. I just like working with women and like fixing women's hair. I'm not good at cutting men's hair in general. Um, so I just go with what I'm good at. But wow, being on your first date and asking her to come with you to get your hair cut. Like, can you imagine? Like, he's like, okay, I'll pick you up at seven. But first, can we go by the salon? Like, what do you say? And I wonder what, like, the girl was thinking throughout this whole time. And then also, like, the chuckle. <laughs> that's terrifying. I think that's going to be in my nightmares tonight. All right, you guys, moving on to the next one. This one is short, and it also looks really creepy. I got, like, the first word. But, um, neighborhood kids found a dead body in the woods right behind my house. Client's words. <laughs> oh, that is the worst thing I think that could ever happen. <gasps> oh, that's terrifying. I hope they've, I don't know, those poor kids are probably traumatized now. Wow, that is something crazy. Like if you hear that while you're doing someone's hair, like how do you recover? That's my question. How do you like change the conversation? <laughs> I have no idea. All right, next up, you guys. I had a lady tell me the day before Thanksgiving that I made her hair look like crap and she looks like Spider-Man now, <laughs> question mark, and how she just can't understand what I was thinking. I wasn't even finished yet. I told her she was being very nasty and she can leave with unfinished hair if she wanted. Never said that to anyone before. Okay, so this girl stood up for herself and... One thing I always remind my clients when I'm like bleaching their hair, especially if they're not familiar with the process, every time you bleach someone's hair, it is going to go towards yellow unless they're like a supernatural blonde, then it'll go more towards white. But every single time I dye someone's hair or like I lighten their hair, I always prepare them for the intermediate stages where the hair is like yellow or orange and it looks nasty and I'm always like okay girl don't get scared when I take the towel off it's gonna be yellow or orange but we're gonna apply a toner you have to trust the process so I'm pretty sure what happened here because I see a picture and it's this beautiful golden blonde um so it doesn't look like spider-man and like how does it look like spider-man what does spider-man look like he wears a mask so if you really hate your hair and you want to look like spider-man I guess you could just like throw on one of those kids masks or whatever but yeah I'm sure she probably looked in the mirror when she was like going through the bleaching process and she got scared so yeah and then the hairstylist who stood up for herself that's great um, I think a lot of times people just view hairstylists as someone who's just there to like please them and for sure our job is based on the client's opinion of us but when some people are just 
unpleasable. There's nothing that you can do. And you just have to kind of tell them like gently, like, uh, I'm sorry, but like, I can't go through with this. Or could you please talk a little bit more politely? Or there's some way that you can talk to your clients respectfully and go through with a good appointment most of the time. You know, there are some people who are just kooky. A new client asked me while she was processing, I forgot my card at home. Would you take pot in exchange for my hair services? <laughs> um, no. She had her boyfriend bring her wallet. I will never let her back into my schedule. <laughs> okay, that is one great thing about being a hairstylist. You do get to choose your clientele. So if you have a bad experience with someone, you can just be like, all right, noted. And then you never have to take them again. You can always be quote unquote busy. So girls, if someone's always telling you that she's busy, really self-reflect and ask yourself what you did wrong. <laughs> to your hairstylist wow the audacity of this woman asking if pot is okay i mean wowza all right here we go guys i had a woman explain to me that she's a little scared to try a new place but she needs a haircut so she's going to she explained that her hair was extremely curly and no one seems to know how to cut curly hair they always put layers in and she doesn't want layers I said, I feel like I can help you with that. I have a few years of experience with curly hair. Will you please allow me to try and satisfy you? So she agreed. Remembering she said that she doesn't want layers, I repeatedly asked, no layers, right? In which she said, right. I get finished with the cut and she says, oh my gosh, yes, you did it. You cut my hair the way it's supposed to be cut. Thank you. And then finished up with the payment and left. Next day, she comes in talking about how I didn't layer her hair the way she wanted it layered. Wow, I actually thought this was going to be like a happy story and a happy ending. Um, yeah, like I said, some people are just hard to please, but at least she came in and she told you that she wants it different. But um, kudos to you for making sure that you did exactly what she wanted. Sometimes as stylists, we just have to do what the client wants and let them deal with the repercussions because ultimately it is up to them how they want to do their hair. So, yeah. Mm, did I tell you guys what I'm drinking? I am drinking a green tea by Tikani. I hope that I was pronouncing that right, but it's called Zen Chai. And I'm pretty sure it's a mango green tea and it is delicious. So if you guys are looking to try a new tea, this one is definitely one that you should try. A lot of these stories are from a woman named Debbie and she has some really good stories. So I'm excited about this next one. All right. <clears throat> While I was still in beauty school, a guest in her 90s, oh, I love that, came in for a roller set. Yes, queen. We were taught to roll them the same pattern as a nine block perm. Her notes mentioned that she was mean and will tell you how to do your job. Being the new one on salon floor at the time, they gave her to me. I viewed this as a challenge that I was going to win no matter if it took me to the end of my school days. I was determined to make her a nice person. Oh, good luck with that, girlfriend. Some people are just not nice. So this lady sits in my chair and I provide her the service. The way she wanted it blocked was not the normal perm pattern. She explained, I'm 90 years old and I know how to do my hair. I've been doing it since I was 16, so don't tell me I'm wrong. I replied, well, girlfriend, at age 90, if you don't know how you like your hair by now, then I feel that is not your issue. She laughed. The receptionist pulled me aside after the lady left and asked me very sharply, Debbie, what did you do? What happened with that lady? I thought I was in trouble. I said, I made her laugh. I listened. I made her feel appreciated. Why? And she replied, because that is the very first time I have ever seen that lady smile in all the years she has been coming here. Well done, Debbie. I became her requested stylist while I was still in school. Aw, I love that. That is really, really sweet. 
I guess I judged a little bit too soon because some people literally, they just need you to like meet them on their level. And sometimes with like people who are a little bit sassy, if you meet them with a little bit of sass, they realize like they can't walk all over you. And I really like the story because I think that she met her where she was and she like gave her a fun time, especially when you're older, like sometimes people become bitter because of their life experiences. And if you can make someone laugh or smile, I feel like that just makes my day. Like I love going to the grocery store and just giving someone a compliment, like someone I don't know, because I see that it like lights up their entire face and it literally only took me like 20 seconds and a little bit of confidence to give them a compliment. And you never know, you could change someone's life with just a simple sentence, so. Next up is Lisa. I had a guy come in and tell me he's better now because he found out what's wrong with him. And I said, okay, wait, is there no context? Like he just came in and told you that? I said, are you okay? He said he had a parasite in him. I asked how he knew this, if he went to the doctor or had her scan or something. And he said he had been to the doctor, but he couldn't help him. He said he put too much pepper on his dinner and he... And he heard him sneeze inside of him. And if he doesn't eat at a certain time, he gets angry. Honestly, I thought I had heard everything. What the heck? This guy sounds crazy. Okay, when they said that he had sneezed, I was really expecting that he was gonna like sneeze out a worm or something. I know that's disgusting, but like that's what I was expecting. But is this guy kooky and just thinks that like something lives inside of his toe? I don't even wanna think about it. All right, I've literally got goosebumps. We're moving on, moving on. Alrighty. This lady has three different stories, so let's go ahead and get into these. A client who was a massage therapist was in the middle of a police investigation because she had massaged a guy. He had an appointment at her salon because he had murdered his wife and then came in for his massage appointment as if it was just another day. She had no clue he had literally murdered his wife an hour prior to getting a massage until the police showed up two days after his appointment. What the heck? That's like... That is true crime. That is shocking. And just to know that, I mean, that he's actually a psychopath. He has to be. If you can just like survive after that. Oh, I don't know. Awful, awful. And then to be like the massage therapist and to provide a service for someone after they do something so horrific as that, that's just the worst thing ever. Okay, this lady's stories literally have me shocked and I literally can't even read them out loud because they're that bad. So that's crazy. Okay, I had a kid who had lice and the parents flipped out at me and cursed me because and told me I was stupid and wrong and it was just dandruff and I had to explain to her dandruff doesn't wiggle. The poor kid was scratching her head until it was bleeding. Okay, well, let's just talk about lice really fast. It's not a big deal. I, when I was a kid, I used to play with like all sorts of people and you know, I ended up getting lice and it's such an easy thing to fix. I don't know. I mean, is it gross? I guess, yeah, but it's so easy to fix and it's nothing to hold against a person. It has nothing to do with like how clean you are, what race you are, it has absolutely nothing to do with that. Literally anyone can get lice at any time. All you have to do is scratch heads with someone else who has lice or like, I don't know, have it on your hand. I don't really know the sciences behind it, but they don't go away after you just normally shampoo your head. So all you have to do, it's so simple. You go to the pharmacy and you ask for lice shampoo. You come home, you apply it, you leave it for 10 minutes, you wash it out, and now you're lice free. That's literally it. So let's stop shaming people for having lice. It's not a big deal. 
it's really not. It's like a mosquito bite, you know? And if you have it, don't be ashamed. Just go get the shampoo, wash it, and that's it. Like, people don't need to be shaming you for having lice. It's not a big deal. All right. Oh, no. I had a very, very large man get stuck in my chair once. He cracked the armrest trying to get out of it. It was also a brand new chair. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for everyone in that situation because... One, that sucks for him. And then secondly, salon chairs are not cheap. They're very expensive. They start around $500 and they get up to the thousands. So yeah, if you had to replace that, that stinks. Okay, okay. Somebody, ooh, this one's long. If you're watching on Facebook, I mean on Facebook, if you're watching on YouTube, look how long this is. Do you see? This is incredibly long. All right, this girl came in with the details. So I feel like she deserves to be on the podcast. She started out with, oh boy. So I had this guy call over the phone and he asked if he could do a walk-in to get a haircut. And I explained that yes, but if he didn't make an appointment, I couldn't guarantee a spot because we were high traffic. He gets very aggressive saying that we have to cut his hair and he'll be there soon. His speech was slurred, so I assumed he was drunk. If you want to come in for a walk-in appointment, why not just make the appointment, especially if you're calling? That doesn't really make sense. So he gets there and he's got a couple of prominent large scars over his face and so I assumed the speech impediment was actually due to head trauma and he's being rather polite so I sit him in my chair. He tells me his grandma brought him and that she's waiting in the parking lot and he'll go get the money after the cut. Since I hadn't started, I told him he could go get it now because I couldn't let him leave without paying. So he asked to borrow the phone to call his grandma. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I've never called my grandma baby. That's absolutely not. No, I have not. (laughs) And whoever it is, is not in the parking lot because they're at the wrong Walmart, apparently. He then shows me that he magically has enough money to pay in his wallet. But I thought his wallet was with his girlfriend slash grandma in the wrong Walmart parking lot. Anyway, sus. As he's putting it away though, a jewelry box pops out of his pants and it's open like it's on display. This is a smart style inside of a Walmart. So I told my manager to call asset protection because I'm pretty sure he's stealing. So I start to cut his hair and he has 4C hair so he's being pretty picky on his fade, which is fine. Me and my manager are discussing a color that's coming in later and what volume of developer to use while bleaching her as I'm picking out his hair. She says 40 volume. His head shoots up and says 40 volume, you selling? And now I'm suspicious again that he's intoxicated because his behavior is just odd and that common. So I start cutting and we get back to where he has has a small bald spot that I assume was another scar. I run my clippers over it and he jumps away from me screaming. I assumed it was just sensitive until he starts demanding that I give him a mirror to see what I just did to his hair. And before I can say anything, he's reaching around to the back of his head and digs his finger into the spot to make himself bleed. I am just frozen at this point. Oh my gosh. This sounds like a guy who wants to sabotage and like sue. That's awful. What the heck? I calmly try to explain that he came in with the bald spot and he starts yelling at me that he knows what his head looked like and he didn't have a bald spot. A client who's been getting foiled and is now sitting tried to nicely chime in that she's been there the whole time and he did come in with the spot, as did my manager, and tells the other client to shut up 
and mind her own business. And it's about this time that the manager of the Walmart shows up because the head of asset protection was apparently stuck in the snow at home. He tells the man he can either let me finish the cut, which the manager himself would pay for, or he could just leave. But either way, he was never to come back to our smart style. Oh, nice. As soon as the guy heard he didn't have to pay, he was all calm and he's back to being demanding about his fade. I have him a one guard all over the side and trimmed the top and told him to get out of my chair. Then as he's leaving, he steals like three waters from a cooler. My manager got a photo of it on our shop's iPad. Two months later, he tried to come back in saying he'd never been to our Walmart, let alone our salon, until my manager showed him that picture. Then he just turned and booked it out of the salon. Oh my gosh, that was so much to take in. Also... He sounds dangerous and like a kook, so I'm glad that she kicked him out. I would have definitely gotten him out of my chair sooner. And the fact that he tried to like cut his own head is absolutely insane. It's just those kind of people who are trying to do anything to sabotage others for money, which is just disgusting, so yeah. <laughs> okay guys, I think this is gonna be the last one for the podcast, so here we go. A lady came in and she's known for being rude and crazy when she comes in. Okay, first, I just want to go ahead and talk about this. Can you imagine being known for being rude and crazy? Like, I don't know. I want my vibe to be remembered for being kind and nice and funny. Like, uh, I don't know. Okay, sorry. That's just a little side note. So next up, keep in mind, I'm still in school. She comes in saying that she wants to go back blonde after she just went to a level four two weeks before. Okay, so if you don't know what a level four is, that's just like a brown, like a dark brown. So if you want to go from that level of brown to a platinum blonde, you do need a couple of sessions unless you just want to like absolutely destroy your hair. So we got her fully foiled and she freaks out saying, ugh, I need to pay right now and walks to the front desk and pays, comes back, takes her cape off, puts her hood up and leaves with bleach in her hair and all. She told us she believes the longer the color sits in your hair, the better it'll be. <laughs> I swear that lady went home to sleep with her foils in RIP her hair. <sighs> Oh my gosh, yes, people have this misconception of like the longer you leave the dye in, like it'll change more color. If you're dyeing your hair at home or if you just want a little bit of information, the longer, like once your dye or your bleach gets to its full capacity, there's no more changing it. So if your hair is only gonna lift two levels with the bleach and the developer that you used for highlights or just lightening your hair in general, it's not gonna lift more than that. It's going to go for those 40 minutes, it's going to develop and that's it. If you take it out sooner than rather than later, then yes, the color will be different. It won't be exactly the shade that it's supposed to be, but once it reaches that 30 or 40 minutes, there's no more changing it. So it is what it is at that point. And the lady who slept with the bleach in her hair, my gosh. <laughs> Like I said, once the bleach reaches a certain point, it just starts damaging the hair and that's it. But eventually it does dry up. But since the foils were in, it probably just absolutely burned her hair. So like this girl said, RIP her hair. All right, you guys, I hope that you enjoyed this first episode of Beauty with Lane. I know I had such a fun time filming it and recording it, especially the third time. I feel like this was definitely the banger out of all three. So I'm super excited to go 
edit this and put it up. But before I end every episode, I just want to end on like an encouraging note and share some quote that means something to me. And I hope it can inspire you as well. So since we are walking into the new year, I just wanted to share something that I hope can inspire you to set some goals and some big dreams for 2021. So, and the quote is, begin even if you have no idea if it'll work and this one kind of stuck out to me today because just like I'm starting a podcast today I have no idea if it's gonna grow and I have no idea if anyone's gonna listen at all and I just thought you know this is something I'm passionate about so I'm gonna try it even if it doesn't work out the way that I plan if this podcast can even bring a smile on literally one person's face that's enough for me so yeah whatever it is that you're dreaming about this year or thinking about this year go for it like this is the year to accomplish your goals make your dreams happen and just let God do the work. Go get a journal, write down your goals for this year. It doesn't even have to be the 1st of January. I shared this on Instagram today. I was talking about how the 1st of January does not decide how well you're going to do for the rest of the year. Every single day is a new chance to start new, to set new goals and new dreams, and to change the direction that you're going in. So if 2020 was a hard year for you like it was for a lot of us, 2021 can be different. You just have to have the right mindset trust God and just go with the flow and make your dreams happen. So I hope you get a journal. I hope you write down all of your dreams and goals and start working for them every year because another quote that I really like is nothing will work if you don't. So don't be embarrassed. Be confident. Just do the thing that you want to do and do it with a lot of passion and make it happen, girl, because you can do it or boy if you're listening. So yeah, I guess I'm going to end the podcast here. If you liked it and you're on YouTube, make sure you give it a big thumbs up And if you're listening on a podcast platform, you can definitely leave me a review and a five-star rating or whatever you think it deserves. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode as much as I did. And I can't wait for next week's episode. And that's the tea, everybody. Goodbye.